ladies, gentlemen, and westernites alike. Welcome back to another episode from the Western Reviews Podcast, the most ubiquitous, unique podcast show find in the land, if I do say so myself. I'm Benoit Blanc. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I'm the Western Wonder, your reviewing master of ceremonies, and today I decided what better way to come out of a dry three-month hiatus than talk about one of my most anticipated movies that have come out in the year of 2022. That honor will go to the one and only Glass Onion, a Knives Out mystery, or Knives Out 2 to some, as this is, after all, a sequel. After the first Knives Out was released in the fall of 2019, it was a critical and financial success, grossing over $300 million worldwide. I did enjoy the first film for its interesting combination of mystery and humor elements, plus the performances from such actors as Daniel Craig, Anna de Armas, and Jamie Lee Curtis. Now, with the return of writer-slash-producer-slash-director Ryan Johnson, comes a new cast of suspects in a completely new setting. Come along with me in this little spoiler-free review to hear my general thoughts on the film and whether it holds up against its predecessor. But first, as always, take a listen to the trailer first, and then I'll return to the review and my thoughts on whether the sequel surpasses its predecessor. Stay tuned. Ah! Hello! Oh my god! Crew, we've arrived! Disruptors have assembled! Welcome, gang. We got a great weekend. Who's that? Benoit Blanc, the detective? Mr. Blanc, I cannot overstate my gratitude to be here. When's the murder mystery start? I've invited you all to my island. Hi! Because tonight, a murder will be committed. My murder. Once you're dead, will we still be able to talk to you? Yeah, I'm not playing dead the whole weekend, dude. This is truly delightful. Across the island, I've hidden clues. You will have to closely observe each other. If anyone can name the killer, that person wins our game. Any questions? (laughs) Allie Barry. That has a kick. Oh my god. What happened? Oh, holy sh- Ladies and gentlemen, there's been a murder, and the killer is in plain sight. For at least one person, this is not a game. I must insist that nobody touch the body. Jeez, detective, who killed the party? I need to find a motive for murder. Everyone would stab a friend in the back to hold on to this rich bastard. Ooh, 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 deal with it. You're all friends. Why would anyone commit murder? Are we even going to talk about the elephant in the room? Am I the elephant? Yeah, you're the elephant. You're not that bad. Are you calling me dangerous? Well, we'll see. Let it all out. Hell yeah! This is reckless. The killer wouldn't hesitate to kill again if it covers their tracks. You must be really great at Clue, huh? I'm very bad at dumb things. Ticking boxes, running around, searching all the rooms. It's just a terrible, terrible game. And we're back. Let's quickly get into the plot of this layered mystery. In a world during the quarantine, 
A group of friends get an invitation to a murder mystery party held by their big tech pal named Miles Braun, played by Edward Norton, via a music box housing a little glass onion replicating Braun's lavish Greece vacation spot. Their party consists of Lionel, played by Leslie Odom Jr., a scientist, Claire, played by Katherine Hahn, a governor, Bertie, played by Kate Hudson, a fashion designer accompanied by her assistant Peg, played by Jessica Henwick, Duke, played by Dave Batista, a social content creator accompanied by his girlfriend Whiskey, played by Madeline Klein, and former CEO and co-founder of Bronze Business, Cassandra, a.k.a. Andy, played by Janelle Monet. Also joining the pack is world-famous detective Benoit Blanc, played by Daniel Craig, who wasn't initially invited by Miles Braun, but remains as is presumed that someone else invited him as a joke. While tensions seem to flare between Andy and her old co-workers, things seem to be at a steady pace at this party, until two of the guests end up dying due to various incidents, a la Clue, and the mystery is on. Coming into the film cold, I did appreciate how they switched up the ensemble of characters. The first Knives Out comprised mostly of family members, while Glass Onion comprises a variety of characters that come from different avenues, but with similar connections to the main antagonist, saying this loosely. The sequel, unlike its predecessor, has more of a satirical edge when it comes to the mystery and suspense element, something I wasn't expecting. But honestly, given the setup, it ends up working. There is experimental genre bending here, parts mystery, parts comedy, and even some bits of sci-fi, so if the film tried doing a serious, straightforward mystery plot that takes itself seriously without intentional comedy, it would have fell flat for me. So props to filmmaker Ryan Johnson for doing something unique and different to what the first Knives Out did. The positives don't stop here for me, as I'd like to mention, well, for starters, the characters themselves. Daniel Craig as Benoit Blanc is pretty much representing some of the audience's internal thoughts, basically calling out this obviously ridiculous mystery plot that he tries to solve, but is always good at building up the Columbo-like conclusion to his mystery solving. The new batch of characters here aren't too overbearing either, for the most part. Edward Norton as big tech bad guy, Miles Braun was perfect casting as Norton is known for playing menacing, despicable antagonists in past movies, so it seems like perfect timing that shots are being fired at lucky billionaires that made it to where they are now. Kate Hudson as the ever so aloof birdie was hilarious, and so was Catherine Hahn as Claire. Dave Bautista, continuing a streak of having one of the best wrestler-turned-actor careers out there, would all do apologies to Mr. Cena and The Rock. Shut up, bitch! <laughs> seems to have a blast throughout playing Duke, like this was the role he was born to play. Leslie Odom Jr. playing Lionel is a perfect example of making sure you should have friends out there. This guy came to a murder mystery party looking more like a jazz musician than a scientist. His character alongside Hans Claire are amongst the weaker badge of characters here since they're more to the side than some of the others. And last but not least, I will not forget to mention Janelle Monet as Cassandra Brand. What can I say? Phenomenal performance, as the movie had me second-guessing why her character was side-eyeing everybody else. But then, the second act takes her character and attacks the Blanc on a whole other level that's intriguing to see right down to the climax. Also, her character is easily mirror to Ana de Armas' character in the first Knives Out movie, except a little bit more complex. Speaking of characters and cast, boy did they have a buckle load of cameos in this one. Not gonna spoil any of them since this is a spoiler-free review, but there's plenty of cameos sprinkled throughout, anywhere from the mysterious valets to the sounds heard in Miles Bronze's lush vacation spot. Which makes this a perfect segue to quickly mention the production design. 
I mean, this billionaire's vacation getaway, a replica of a glass onion aside, is so beautiful from the interior to the exterior. Wouldn't it be nice to have a perfect getaway here? I mean, besides the fear of murder happening. Now, did I think Glass Onion is better than his predecessor as a whole? Uh, I kind of see him as equals. If you're looking for a more grounded and serious mystery, the first Knives Out movie might be for you. But if you want mystery with a side of fun, lively comedy, and some sci-fi elements, Glass Onion may be your friend. All in all, this movie gets a clean little 9 out of 10 for me. Just the fun romp of a film that leaves you at the edge of your seat with all of his twists and turns, breaking certain stereotypical rules in mystery films and overall upping his entertainment value from his predecessor. I should warn you though, the first half may slag a little as I started feeling the runtime halfway through, but thank heavens the second half brought me back into this film. A must watch if you can. Stay tuned for my next review, which will be either Everything Everywhere All at Once or Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. One or other will be my next movie review in 2023. Did you enjoy Glass Onion if you've seen it already? Let me know your thoughts and any review suggestions by emailing me, the Western Wonder, at westernreviewspod at gmail.com. Also, if you want to be in the know for upcoming reviews, follow the show on social media via Twitter at reviews underscore western or on Instagram at westernreviewsofficial. And until next time, folks, stay safe and beware of layered glass onions. This is the Western Wonder, signing out. Bye, have a great time.